Do you have dreams and desires that you want to go after, but you're holding yourself back because you have fear or maybe you're not clear? Well, in this next episode of La Doccia Vita, I'm going to share with you or my guest will the formula on going after your deepest desires, really breaking through those fears. So if that's you, I want you to stay tuned. Frankie Lee, dimmi, quale senso della vita? The meaning of life is to live la dolce vita, which is the formula for fabulous living. Hi, my name is Heather Pickin, and welcome to the La Dolce Vita Show, the formula for fabulous living. I'm the catalyst in helping you to be more confident, create your dream business, and attract elite clients, and live a fabulous life. Here's Heather, helping you to upgrade your life to fabulous. Upgrade your life to fabulous, right, Frankie? You're fabulous. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of La Doccia Vita, the formula for fabulous living. Yes, there is a formula for every single thing that you want in your business and in your life. So are you ready? Are you ready to go after your biggest dreams? Well, today, my guest, Rana Zia, is going to share with you her formula on how to create your desired life. And I know a lot of women that are watching this, maybe over on my channel on YouTube or my uh, blog at heatherpickin.com, or maybe you're listening to this on iTunes, um, it's important to understand that there are people that can guide you to your purpose. And a lot of times I know you might be getting in your own way. So Rana, I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, and I want to share um, a little bit about uh, your background. So you used to work uh, with Fortune 500 companies? Yeah, yeah. So my background has always been in corporate finance, um, and I ultimately reached the goal of being a chief financial officer of a billion-dollar retail company. Um, And during that time that it happened in 2012, um, I was feeling a very strong internal calling within the heart area. That was telling me that I needed to really search for what my true purpose was. There was something else I needed to be doing. And so my journey actually leading to this book that I wrote started in 2012 with a calling to say, figure out what you're supposed to do. While I was so grateful for hitting my milestone in my career, um, I figured, you know what, if I could create this in my life, I can create what I really want to in my life but I needed to spend some time figuring out what that was. So that whole journey really um, led to me writing a book called Your Hidden Light, um, which is really really about my journey and what I believe are tools and strategies that absolutely help myself, um, that I hope can help other people really create the life they truly desire. Mm, That's such a great story because a lot of times people will stay at their cushy job because of security, you know, that financial security and not pursuing their passion, you know, what they're really meant to do. And I believe it takes, you know, really that risking, you know, risking yourself because everything you do, let's face it, everything you do in life 
is a risk, but then you, you lose out on really the opportunity to evolve yourself, grow yourself as a person and do something extraordinary with your life. So let, let's talk about the fear because I think, you know, a lot of women, they, they have hopes and dreams, creating their business, go to the next level of their business, or even, you know, whatever, just getting out of their own way. So what are some of the fears that you faced and how did you overcome that fear? Yeah, yeah, no, this is a great conversation, right? I talk about uh, the power of emotions in the book and fear is a big one that I focus on because fear paralyzes you. I mean, think about, you know, think about any time that you've woken up in the middle of the night and you thought you heard a noise that maybe somebody was in the house and that you, you freeze, you completely freeze out of terror, essentially. Now, if you knew what was happening, you could probably take the right actions to help yourself. But if you don't know what's going on, you, we typically freeze. And so for me, when um, actually for me, what happened to me was in 2016, there was a restructuring in my job. So I lost my job. Mm. Now, I looked at this as um, a gift that I actually created this because I knew I had a book to write and I was given the gift of time to actually write this book. But while my heart knew that this was happening for a reason, I can't deny that intellectually my ego was going through all those things you go through when you lose your job. And I had a huge fear of loss of income. It wasn't actually rational, right? Because I had some, I had severance, um, but it was real for me. And I knew I had to get through that. And essentially I was actually, that what happened to me is I woke up in the middle of the night and I, I was frozen in that fear of, of poverty actually. And I tried meditation, I tried all my normal strategies and it actually was not working because I was that afraid. But I knew that if I lived in that fear, I would manifest what I was fearing and I knew I had to break through. So what I ended up doing in that particular situation is that I, you know, I woke up in the morning and I went out, I was actually out, I was traveling with my husband. So I was out in Portugal and I went out and explored the city and I had a self-help book with me and I read the book and, and I just tried to focus on living my life that day and not on the fear. So I had to move my attention somewhere else. Um, and then eventually I let go of that fear mm. and I made a commitment to myself that I would never feel that way again. So through my journey, when fear did come up, I took that energy of fear because it's energy and I focused it into something that was productive that was going to help me achieve the goals that I wanted to achieve. And that was writing the book. Mm, I love that. I love how you're saying, you know, that, that you, you kind of redirected your attention instead of focusing on the fear, because let's face it, that's what most women do or people in general, when they have a problem, they go into what I call their freak out mode and they don't see a, a way to solve that problem. And one of the things when I'm working with clients, I say, you know, take yourself out of that physical space because that will change the way that you're perceiving your reality and, and being able to shift. So I, I love what you're saying about how you looked at things different. And also, and this is what a lot of people don't look at, is that you saw it as an opportunity. I, I think about the book, Think and Grow Rich, where Napoleon Hill says, you know, oftentimes, uh, you know, misfortune, is, or was it misfortune is, got, is really, um, you know, an opportunity in, dis, in, in disguise, which is so true. So this was a it was a great gift. So, okay. So you broke through your fear. You're, you're writing the book. As you're writing the book, did you feel a sense of 
calm, like this is what I'm meant to do? Um, or did you still have a little bit of fear going on? Yeah, no, I, I definitely felt like this is what I was meant to do. It took me, honestly, it took me two years to believe I could actually do it because my career was all in finance. It was numbers. Um, I was not a writer. I never thought I was a great writer, but I knew in my heart I needed to take all these pieces of wisdom and really synthesize it into a book that was that I could use as a guide in my life, just as for myself so I can remember what I need to do to stay on track. Uh, so it took about two years to really have that belief. So the belief is really important. You know, I know you know that. And once I had the belief, honestly, the, the chapter titles came out immediately in my head. And I started writing the book. And I didn't stop until it was done in two months. So it came out pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Now, while writing the book, while I felt like this is exactly what I need to be doing, it felt amazing. You know, all these years putting in time working for um, somebody else's dream and vision. Here I was working for my own dream and vision. And even though I was working hard, it felt, felt really good. Now, I won't deny the fact that every once in a while, those fears would definitely creep back in. Like, what am I doing? Am I crazy? You know, I should be looking for another job. But I tell you, the words that I was writing was they were guiding me along. They were reminding me that fear, right? Those fears, if I, if I just let myself sink into those fears, that I would create those fears. And I didn't want to. I wanted to create something amazing. So I just need to stay focused on what my task was, what I was doing. And every time fear came in, I would just take that energy and put it right back into the book. Mm. Um, so fear still exists, right? We're human. Right. But it's really being aware when it shows up, knowing when it shows up, that we have the power within ourselves to move out of that fear, either move through it or move around it. I love that. And I love that you're talking about beliefs. As soon as you believed that you had value, that you knew you had to write this book, that's when the time actually contracted for you to, to, to write the book and you said in two months. And I think that's really, uh, it's a valuable piece of information for people to hear that because all too often they get stuck in the, the, the fear, they get stuck in their beliefs about what they can or cannot do. And, and it just gets them into this holding pattern. So I think, you know, your book and your life story is a great demonstration. If you're fearful and there's another path that you need to go down, right? You need yeah. to you need to break through the beliefs uh, and that, that are keeping you stuck from doing it. So when you're looking at your beliefs, because I do a lot of work around this, did you have like a mother or father figure kind of in the back background of your head saying, oh, who are you to do this? You know, get a quote unquote real job. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't say it was a mother or father figure, but I would say it was everybody else who knew me because they knew me one way. Um, and they didn't know this part of me that I, you know, as a writer of a spiritual self-help book, because I didn't even know that part of me. And when I discovered that part of me, I didn't share it with anybody. So my husband thought I was crazy. And I had a lot of fear around what will people think about me. Now, I knew just based on what I was writing, that those were made up fears and that they were mental barriers. But it takes a lot of work, and it took a lot of work even for myself. 
to say, this isn't real. This isn't real. You need to push through these fears. But they're real. I think we all feel that when we all do something different. You all, we worry about what are people going to think. And I absolutely had that fear. But I also knew, you know, I'm not going to get anywhere if I just, it's me holding myself back. In reality, nobody's thinking about me. <laughs> Nobody really cares, right? Nobody's thinking about you. You think the world's thinking about you, but nobody is. Yeah, you bring up a good point because that, you know, when we look at the specific fears, it's a fear of authority figure, fear of uh, not being good enough, smart enough, uh, not having the health and vitality, fear of failure, fear of success. And for you, you're, you're talking about, you know, what, what will other people think of me? And that, I know that holds a lot of people back from living their purpose. And the way that I look at it, my philosophy is, I am going to piss people off and I don't care because if I am truly being my authentic self, then I am going to pursue my mission. Whereas the other people, it doesn't matter because there's actually, you know, to me, it's like, if you go into this purpose, your mission and pursue it, knowing that you're going to piss people off, that not everyone's going to approve of it, you're, you're going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But these are the mental, like, inner battles we all have to fight, right? It's the fear, um, fear of what our own, you know, what, we, what people are going to think about us, fear of not having income, all these fears, right? And I had to really realize that all of that is, it's just energetic barriers that we have to move through. And once you move through, you're worthy of what you desire, and you will receive what you desire. It's out there waiting for you. You just got to go through those gates. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like on the other side. And, you know, what really, you know, when I think about that, you know, what's on the other side, pushing through your barriers, um, the importance of having a support system. Obviously, you can read a book, which is amazing, but also getting a mentor or coach um, mm -hmm. to help you. So have you had mentors or coaches or, you know, what's your philosophy about getting that extra support? Yeah, I'm a huge advocate um, of investing in yourself. It, it's so critical. It could be inexpensive by reading books, right? I had the books. I went on seminars. I had a personal coach and my personal coach was amazing and she'd been on the journey with me since 2014, um, before I knew I was going to write a book. And when that seed got planted and I was confused by it, she was the one coaching me just saying, journal every day, right? So it's, it's amazing and it's so important to have that person um, and support system, like you said, by your side and, and helping you on your journey because there's so many times where we can make up so many excuses of why we can't do it or we're gonna do it later. Uh, I looked forward to my coach calls because I knew I was going to get something that was going to push me even a little bit further. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they've actually done studies and getting someone holding you accountable to your goals, you're more likely to achieve them than if you didn't have someone. And it's so easy to make those excuses like, oh yeah, I'm going to do that, writing a book and that sort of thing. So I just, I cannot express enough how important it is to get some kind of form of, of a mentor investing in yourself, because to me that that's going to accelerate your path to where you want to go in your business and in your life and, and being able to, again, it's that just growing yourself uh, as a person. So let, let's talk about creating, going back to creating that desired life. How important to you is 
creating a, a vision for your life. Yeah, yeah. That's step one, right? I talk about the four-step process in my book to conscious creation. Um, and it, it's a simple process, but it is a discipline and a practice. And the number one thing is to create a conscious thought, intention, desire, vision, right? And I talk about specifically about a vision and creating a vision for your life really picturing in your mind what is it that you want to achieve and a lot of times we don't know what that is um, but i highly encourage finding inspiration right doing what you need to do to just explore what is it that really makes you happy that fills you up inside in your heart because you can't move on to step two until you actually have a very clear vision for what you want for yourself Mm, I, I love that. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of times it's interesting when I ask people, Hey, what do you want? Well, I don't know what I want. I'm like, okay, what's happening in your business and life? Well, there's a lot of chaos. Well, do you see the correlation because you're not clear? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're attracting your chaos. Well, let's talk about a, a, attracting chaos. Cause I always think that's interesting when you're attracting chaos or like I mentioned before that misfortune, how do you personally navigate around things that don't go 100% right? Because, you know, you can have the perfectly laid out plan, but sometimes there are obstacles that you have to overcome. So what's your philosophy behind that? Yeah, I mean, I always look at the bigger picture. That's, that's my personal philosophy because I know what I want but I'm also, I also have to be open to how, it's, how I'm going to get there. And also, I need to realize there are things that I need to learn along the way. So when obstacles come up, I've become really good at training my mind to look at obstacles or failures as opportunity. Because I truly believe, and I do talk about this in the book, that everything is connected. And mm -hmm. everything has an opposite. So everything is energetically connected. So every obstacle or challenge is the seed for an opportunity of equal or greater value. Mm. So if something challenging happened in my, in my life, I say to myself, all right, and the universe, you better be getting, giving me something really good out of this because this is a seed of opportunity. There's something bigger and better on the other end of it if you can move through it. So, you know, to, to answer your question, it's just keep your mind on and your heart on the knowing that you will receive what you have envisioned for yourself and be open to the path in which you are being led to, to get there. Mm. I, I love that. I, I love that. I just want to reiterate that is you've, you've got to be open to the path that could be multi, that could be, if you feel like you're going down path A and that's the path, but path B opens up then go down that path. And, and I love how you were saying that, you know, there's going to be something, if, if something so-called bad happens, there's going to be something else that's going to lead you down that right path. And I just think that's so beautifully expressed that I know women are just going to listen to this. They're going to grab hold of it. And uh, it's, it's so important for them to hear that. So thank you so much for that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and so we're, I, I see we're almost out of time here. So Rana, is there any last um, words of inspiration for women that really want to get clear on their desires, creating their life, just not just their business, but every area, any area that they feel that, eh, you know, it's just not so great. Yeah. Yeah. 
I would say, you know, when I talk about the four-step process to conscious creation, the key is that we create our reality. I create mine, you create yours. And we do that with the power of our thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and words. So this process to create anything, anything in your life, right? Whether it's your career, whether it's family, anything you want, it's the same process. And it starts with just aligning to what exactly do you want? Do you want? Take the time. I'm sure you've talked about this. Write down exactly what it is you want. And now ask yourself, do you believe it? And if you have any doubt or any fear, know that your only job is to work on that belief. Because the moment your belief lines up with your thought, you're going to start to feel like things are in flow, right? You're going to go to step two, which is gratitude. You're going to go to step three, which is you're going to detach from any sort of a negative emotion attached to it. And then you're going to be led. You're going to know. You're going to trust your intuition. You're going to take the action. And things are going to flow. So, you know, my advice is really, you know, think about exactly what you want and ask yourself, do I feel any doubt that I can achieve it? And if the answer is no, well, then you're on your way. (laughs) You know, I have no doubt. I believe it. But if it is, don't worry. You can change that belief. You can change it. It's not hard to do. It may take some time, but you can change it. And you can achieve anything that you want to Mm. in your heart. I love that. Great words of wisdom. Well, Rana, thank you so much for being my guest today. Oh, thank you so much. And where can people learn about you? I know we're going to put this in the show notes. So what's the best uh, web address they can go to? Yeah, absolutely. The web address is www.yourhiddenlight.com. That's the title of the book. So you can learn more about me, more about my book, as well as links to Amazon and Barnes and Nobles to purchase it. That sounds great. Yeah, I encourage everyone to do so. Well, again, thank you so much for being my guest today and sharing your amazing message. And I encourage everyone to grab a copy of your book as well. And I just want to share people that are watching over on YouTube or my um, site, heatherpiggin.com. Or if you're listening to iTunes, here's the thing. You need to rate, review, and subscribe because that is how we get the word out. Um, We have about six to 7,000 downloads a month and it's growing. So my mission is to keep uh, getting it out there. So again, the, the real, the message for today is to get clear, go after your deepest desires and break through those fears. And because whatever you want is on the other side. Until next time, this is Heather Pickin with La Dolce Vita, the formula for fabulous living. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. So if you found this show to be fabulous, (laughs) please share with your fabulous friends, rate, review, and subscribe on YouTube and iTunes. I'll make sure I take a beatbox lesson, right? (laughs) Or give my little chihuahua a bone. That's me. Fabulous.